Ladies and gentlemen, hey, well, hey, welcome back to another edition of the End Zone Club. As you guys know, we've been having a lot of conversation designed for the kids that will push them from purpose or from potential to purpose. Uh, today, we're going to have, uh, I think, a good conversation. We've got a very special guest, which I will introduce in a moment. But as you guys who have been paying attention to a lot of the culture and things that's going on in the land, this is one topic that a lot of people are walking on eggshells about, and that's about the plight of a lot of young kids in inner cities and in our communities. Today, I wanted to get a guy who's got firsthand experience that deals with this on a day-to-day basis. He's got a lot of accolades, but I don't want to tell it all for himself. So if I can get my special guest to come in here and introduce himself, we're going to get this party started. You there, sir? Hello. Yes. Hello, everyone. Um, I'm Officer Parham, Mix Police Department. And I just want to introduce myself, and it's a pleasure to be on the show this this evening to talk about some um, serious issues we're having in the inner city. You know, first of all, uh, Officer Parham, I want to just thank you for coming out because sometimes, though there are a few bad apples in the bunch, I think you guys as officers have been given an unfair, kind of like an unfair view of how you view. But however, I applaud you guys for what you do in our communities, keeping us safe. So kudos and shout out to you. But with that being said, Mr. Parham, what was it exactly that made you want to be a cop? Um, well, at the time, what made me fall into the line to law enforcement was the opportunity to help people. You know, as myself, we just fell out of the 2008 recession and a couple years past that, had some more things. And I saw neighborhoods that I knew that were once friendly, they turned bottom side up. And what I mean by bottom side up is they were no longer the nice neighborhood you knew as you travel through the city. A lot of neighborhoods were turning up, but there's still a lot of good people in those neighborhoods. But the youth, the youth was troubled and misguided. And when the opportunity presented itself, I took the oath and I took the challenge, you know? Yeah. You know, I honestly, I wish more citizens had that mindset that when they see things that need to be done in the community, rather than just talking about it, they took the necessary steps to address it. What was one of those things that you saw that you felt like you could best identify with these kids that that you felt like you possessed that would make you effective in, in dealing with these kids? All right, it, it started some years ago. I met a, um, a young man. I'm not going to say his name. He was a youth. Uh, I went on a report call, and he was stealing lawnmowers. He was stealing lawn equipment from people. And basically, when we caught up with the kid, and we talked to him, and we put him in the back of the car, it wasn't totally the kid's fault. He, he's come from a single-parent home. His mom wasn't home. He was hungry. His shoes were beat up. And he was like, I wasn't stealing the lawnmower. I was going to go cut some grass to make some money. Then I was going to give it back to him. But the one thing he failed to do was knock on the neighbor's door and ask for permission. You know, speaking of doing things the right way, one of the reasons I wanted to have you on 
and have this conversation because a lot of people are kind of attracted to national news. And if you look at a lot of our inner cities, we are getting a bum rap because, you know, of course, we have violent crimes and different things that are going on. And for whatever reason, it is outshining the hard work that a lot of guys such as yourself are doing. And with that said, I've even noticed in my own community where I live and reside, we've started seeing here lately an uptick in violent crimes. Even just last week, my wife and kids, they were out at Walmart. And um, as they're coming out of Walmart, there are two guys in the parking lot that proceed to shoot at each other. Now, with me being away as a father doing military obligations, it, it, it hurts me to feel like my wife and kids are in harm's way. And there's nothing I can do about it. From where you're sitting, I'm sure you see a lot of these instances of violent crimes. But what are some some common tendencies you've noticed in these situations with with the kids? Um, a lot. Of, it goes back to three common tendencies. Once everything's blown over and the case is said and it goes to court, poverty is a major issue. Poverty, I say again, is a major issue. Um, parenting, bad parenting or shallow parenting a lack of positive role models, or there's too many single parent homes, mom has to work two jobs, and the kids kind of fend for themselves. And the, and the last one is a pretty hard hitter. I'm going to say lack of extracurricular activities. Like oh. my grandmother used to say, an idle mind is the devil's playground. And if you're in a bad poverty, shallow parenting situation, and you got nothing but time on your hands, you're going to tend to gravitate towards anything to... um in that situation, which is you have gangs, you have doing the wrong things, you know, there's a lot of time that could be spent other elsewhere. Absolutely. I could dig that, you know, because something the older generation, and you could probably attest to this, but the older generation used to always tell us, they would basically say there was no such thing as a bad kid. What these kids lack is opportunity. What these kids lack is activities. What these kids lack is structure. And for you young people that are hearing this conversation, with you guys having so much information at the disposal of your hand via your smartphones, rather than allowing your time to fall idly and you guys not having any positive insight, begin to use this time that you've got cell phones and free time and extra after school, even if you're not playing sports learning trade start learning cryptocurrency start finding some new things to do other than falling into destructive patterns we've all seen it have you have you ever had i'm gonna spend i'm gonna spin it here for a minute i'm gonna throw you a curveball but has there ever been a kid that you have worked hard to save that you were unable to reach yes unfortunately there was hmm and it fell victim to the last one that I mentioned. Mm -hmm. Lack of extracurricular activities, unsupervised. Mm -hmm. So he started hanging with the wrong crowd, started doing drugs and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as many of them say, a good mind is a terrible thing to waste. You know, Absolutely. start running with the wrong crowd and, and being a follower and want to fit in that bad because you have no structure and your parents didn't put no guidance in your life. You're going to follow behind something you shouldn't be. But I can't blame you because you know no better because you were taught no better. You know, this is a very hard conversation to have because I feel like a lot of our politicians have politicized these issues enough to get votes. But we're not able to have it because if 
you're saying, hey, young people, take this time to learn yourself, to learn your environment and what you got to do to come out. Somebody will feel like you're bashing the kids. But the, the, the firm reality is we're not bashing them. We're just trying to encourage them to go a little harder, go a little further. Like I look at a lot of my classmates. We grew up in a southern Mississippi. Um, we, we did. Yes, it was. A, there was a lot of poverty, which. You know, a lot of the young, pretty ladies or a lot of the athletic men in high school that had, a you know, great potential, they fell in a lot of these traps. And then you see them now just a little over 20 years later, and they have aged threefold. They didn't understand what these destructive patterns they were getting into, these people that didn't mean them any good that were their friends. They didn't understand the ringer it was going to run them through. But the reality is now we've seen this. We've seen that even as a youth pastor officer, we have lost kids that we have really poured into, which is what makes these conversations. When I say lost them, you know, we have kids that are incarcerated for having done, you know, some pretty violent things. And it really hurts when you see a kid with so much potential that yeah. makes a decision that's based on maybe a national narrative that they're seeing in the music and some of the other imagery. Is that mm -hmm. something even as an officer that you guys are seeing a lot of like young men and young women that are getting their image from maybe some national images? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, hey, I'm a fan of hip hop nation and rap music, you know, most of the time. But hey, you have way too many kids um, as far as the multi, um, the social media, they're getting a whole more access to the negative things more than the positive things. In the same token, there's a lot of positive things you can get on your smartphone or the internet and research, but they choose to follow the things that make them look cool or what they feel cool, you know? And it's mm -hmm. in the ages that are earlier and earlier on the radar, I'm talking about eight, nine, 10 years old, they're getting into this street life through his music, through a hip hop culture, and they're not having the parents the parenting over them to tell them, hey, there's a difference. There's a choice. You know, you can be in an environment and choose and want to survive or you can do the right thing and you can live. There's a big difference between surviving and living, whether you're in poverty or not. So you, you can't I can't just let you throw that out. There's the difference between surviving and doing the right thing kind of jump jump into that one for a minute before we get out of here because this 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 sounds good well it comes back down to parenting to make a moral decision to do the right thing and not end up incarcerated or not hang around that a gang of kids that are in gangs or are doing drugs or have illegal weapons or you know what i'm saying living you know find the right information which a lot of the information is not reaching a lot of the inner city youth. They're too far gone by that, by certain ages, you know? So that kids are being faced with their fork in the road when they should be making ch childish children decisions. Sometimes they're having to be forced to make adult decisions at a young age and they don't have the proper guidance or parenting to help make that decision. So they make it all along while that mother's at work, working two jobs, trying to make ends meet, or that father's at work, working two jobs, you know? It all bases back down to the nuclear uh, structure of the, of the traditional family. You know, we, we often ask our kids, 
that we mentor to name someone or at least three people they know that are successful in life and or to name, you know, uh, people they know that are business owners, people that are ambitious. And I tell you, it's a lot easier with our kids for them to know people who have died, to know people that have had, you know, teenage pregnancies, to know people that are in the trap game than they are to actually be exposed to people who are making it. And that is one thing I want to see our young people celebrate differently. And that's those amongst them that are doing the right thing, even if it seems like you're a little lame, even if it don't seem like you're getting the numbers like everybody else, even if you're not wearing the same clothes, the reality is you are not taking away from your future just to pacify the right now. Let, let, let the dope boys do what the dope boys do. That's not your lifestyle. Let, let the fast people do what they do because I'm telling you, we're here to build you guys for the long game, which is to see you young kids successful, which is to see you ambitious, which is to see you walking in the full destiny and purpose that God has intended for you to live. And from Officer Parham's perspective, I know he sees it all the time. Kids that were once basketball stars, football stars, that are now in compromised situations because they allowed themselves to sell themselves short in their dreaming and visions. With that said, before I get you out of here, Officer Parham, what is, I want you to leave the kids with a piece of knowledge, but with that being said, Give them something that you know now that you wish you knew when you were their age. Basically, be a child. When you're a child age, stay in a child's shoes. Don't be in a rush to get out here to be grown. You know, if you don't have good parenting, hang around positive role models. Talk to your teachers. Talk to your neighborhood officer, you know. Talk to positive your neighbors that are older from another generation, you know. Learn about life from a different perspective before you plunge yourself into a situation by trying to live life too early before you can even comprehend the magnitude of what's going on of how you can make decisions early in life and the wrong or the right decisions can lay down the foundation for your whole role the rest of your life. Take mm. time, listen, learn, stay in a child's place. You'll be grown one day. Wait, wait for your natural time to be an adult. You know, with that being said, Officer Parham, I really want to thank you for your time. I want to thank you for just the words of wisdom that I feel like you poured out today, because these are harrowing conversations. It's it's unfortunate that um, when things go in these our communities like Chicago or Detroit, Birmingham, Memphis, it's easy to, to shine a spotlight on what's going wrong, but I want to highlight also what's right. And that's young people such as yourselves that are listening to these kind of podcasts and you're trying to give yourself a chance. Because again, all of these conversations we're having weekly are things I wish I knew when I was your age or that I knew, but maybe I needed to hear it more than once. And this is one of those conversations. Don't grow up too quickly. Don't surround yourself with the wrong people. Don't sell yourself short. But guys, as always, it's been a pleasure. This is Anthony Mitchell, Officer Parham, checking out. And this is another edition of the Zone Club. Mm -hmm.